Hello, everybody, uh, and welcome to uh, this edition of Discussing Digital. Um, today, I'm discussing digital marketing with uh, Ian Dixon, a uh, business coach I've known for a long time. Uh, so, Ian, would you like to uh, introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your business? Fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. For those that don't know me, uh, my name is Ian Dixon. And for the last 19 years, um, nearly 20, uh, crazy, I, know, I can't even, don't even like saying it, but um, I've been uh, supporting uh, local and international businesses now, uh, business owners, just like your viewers, really, to become healthier, wealthier and happier. So whether that be one to one, one to many training uh, presentations. Um, yeah. So coaching, training, all sorts of things, really. So, yeah, I love what I do. I don't feel like I've worked for the last 20 years, but I don't want anyone to catch me. So uh, I love it. Brilliant. No, that's really good. And as we, we talked before the show about how good it is to be actually doing it, it's not a job, it's something you love doing, which is yeah, great. Exactly. Um, yeah, so to start with, it'd be really good to just have a bit of a discussion about how you're using digital marketing to promote yourselves, yourself, and your business and your events. So obviously, if people are watching the video, uh, you've got a um, a scroll going on mm. uh, above your head, <laughs> yeah. actually, uh, promoting um, your business uh, boost camp, which yeah. is an online event you're running uh, later in January. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So like I say, because I've been going 19, nearly 20 years, when I started, there wasn't, other than your website, there uh, and email campaigns that was kind of it digitally uh there was no social platforms as such really there may have been one um just trying to think but very very little so and so i've worked through the transition into this digital world that we live in and um i love the fact that you know you you work with people and they're asking the same questions but how you answer those questions how you go and do those things has changed and um, back in 2004, when I first started, if I wanted to run an event, I would uh, have to literally sit in front of the TV and stuff maybe as many as 3000 envelopes, stick stamps on those envelopes, put them in the post, advertise in the Portsmouth News, um, get out physically networking. And it was like, you know, shoe leather. It was really hard. And then with the introduction of the social platforms, um, and doing what I do for a living, I've had to be at the front end. So uh, even if there are platforms, for example, I, I have never installed TikTok onto my uh, system. I don't use TikTok, never use TikTok. Um, and if anybody ever asked me, I say, I don't know about TikTok. But as each of the other platforms have, have come along, you know, I've put my swimming trunks on and dived in, dove in. So um, when Facebook arrived, I was in there when... Um, uh, LinkedIn arrived. I was in there when Twitter arrived. Um, I absolutely jumped on Twitter straight away. And my my analogy is, um, you're juggling two balls. You've got LinkedIn and Facebook, and then Twitter turns up. So I see that as another ball. You can't put one of the other ones down. You got to pick that one up too. Um, and then YouTube, um, uh, Pinterest, um, yeah. So so each time a, a new platform has arrived. Um, I basically put my trunks on and jumped in. So uh, some I probably spend more time on than others um, as much because my client base or my prospect base is more likely to be there. Some because that I find them a better match for my product or service. Um, but uh, as much for me it is to understand the platform as it is to be able to help or educate clients. 
yeah. the pros and cons of platforms. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about your your, your event in a minute because I think mm. yeah, we said we would. But I'm I'm interested to just go back on on, on your your point about um, TikTok uh, and you know, you've jumped in all, on all the other platforms as they came out, but but not that one. Is there a particular reason why it's just, just you just haven't gone in, gone in that direction? Yeah. So. Um... I've not I've not said this publicly before, uh, but I, between me and you, um, I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. Right. So so I haven't up to now, but this year I will um, put my trunks on and jump into TikTok and have a look. So, yeah. um, and the to go back to the question, I think when the platform first arrived, a bit like Facebook, when that when that platform first arrived, it was very much a uh, a different demographic platform it was for different uh, a different audience but like all things business people are shrewd enough to you know exploit take advantage of and uh, get tucked into and people saw that there was an opportunity there to make money uh, and to promote their products and services and it, and i know for a fact that over the last 18 months it has become a platform that um uh, you know, even accounting firms and all sorts are are using it in a way to um, promote promote their products or services. So, so this year I will add that ball to my juggle set. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's definitely worth it. I'm I'm just dipping my toes in it at the moment. But um, I recorded an episode of this. Um, well, I was actually recorded about eighteen months ago and released it last year with um, Alison College. You know, Alison. I know Alison. Yeah, yeah lives on the island. Yeah. 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 Well, well, she's been using TikTok for ages, and she's getting loads and loads of um, business through it. But basically, mm. she just records short video every day or, or, reg or regularly, uh, asking a simple question about HR. Um, and she said it. it grew sort of particularly in lockdown when there was a lot of questions about mm. furlough and things like that and she would literally just go on there every day it's just her talking to her phone effectively uh answering a question about um you know hr and it's been really really successful for us so yeah i'll give allison's uh sort of channel a bit more of a boost uh yeah. <laughs> worth going to have a look at i mean the view yeah. figures are amazing yeah you yeah I, i'll definitely be um embracing that platform this year um i you know but part of my dna is i I love to understand things. Mm. So, and, you know, part of the enjoyment for me is to unravel it and work yeah. out how it works. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you ever want to chat about it offline somewhere, mm. it's a fascinating platform for me. And it's a place I'm going, sort of getting more into because the other yeah. good thing with, with those vertical, um, you know, um, the, format. The, the, the format short form videos, uh, it's clearly shaken up the other platforms, you know, because mm. now obviously reels are all over Facebook and Instagram and YouTube have put, put um, their, their YouTube shorts um, element in as well. So you can actually record it once and put it in at least four places. So, mm. yeah, uh, no, they're, they're well worth going. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to come back to you about Facebook in a bit because obviously we, we talked mm. again offline, but let, let's use this opportunity in case we, we well, I don't think we will forget, but in case we, we miss it, uh, talk a bit more about your business boost camp. Um, and how you're delivering that yeah. and promoting it digitally. Um, right. So uh, probably for the last, certainly pre-COVID, probably six years, maybe seven, nearly all the events that I have um, run uh, have, uh, I've used the digital platforms to promote. So, um, and of course, then once we got into uh, COVID and lockdown, uh, events were being run online. So, and I was never really one 
for doing webinars really uh, i would always prefer to get people into a room i just uh, even now i would say that the amount that we learn when we're physically in the room is far greater than if we are in a little box in our slippers at home so um so but um we are running a what i've called a business boost camp uh at the on the 26th of january uh, i don't really want to put a sales head on but it's basically um build uh, optimize um organize uh, systemize and turbocharge is the boost and basically uh, through the christmas break i came up with a, a process where you can uh, generate 3125 combinations it's a very specific number for a reason and the idea is you'll never be sure of ways in which to grow your business if there's 3125 you can't sit in front of me and say i don't know what to do so as in you know you just there's 3125 combinations so go shake the globe and get another set of combinations to play with so uh, yeah so if just people people can go and find it um you know it's, it's all across my website and across my social so i used uh facebook uh linkedin uh youtube um twitter or x as we call it uh to promote so they're the balls that i juggle instagram as well so so all of my social platforms are active um i don't just have a social platform that's kind of mothballed they're they're all very active so um that's not true pinterest is probably um i have a pinterest account but i don't really it has got a lot of content on it but may, it may be five six years so the lights are off yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, i mean um so so have any of them been better for getting people uh, along to the event or to book at the moment or um, pretty much kind of much for muchness type thing facebook but uh, the, the it's the it's relative as in facebook has probably been a dominant uh platform for me anyway so um i didn't really uh, proper, properly engage with LinkedIn as a platform until about four or five years ago. And even now, um, uh, uh, the last nine, 12 months, I have turned the wick up on LinkedIn. So mm. um, I've really spent some time understanding that algorithm and, and what have you. So to the short answer to your question is events prior to, you know, to, to today really have been predominantly uh facebook has been um the primary platform to promote yeah cool uh, and obviously as we're talking about digital marketing i'm assuming some of the ideas uh, without giving away too many secrets some of the ideas of, of, of how uh, that you're going to cover on uh, on the event uh, are digital of course yeah so um and actually um the, the the way that the day structured is very different to the the thing i'm known for which is the big 100 which is like 100 business tips there is some tips and ideas in there of course but this is about um how to improve conversion rates how to get people to spend more money and there are things that you can do on your digital platforms that will um um, you know, improve those things, you know, so for, I'll give you, I, I'm quite happy to give a, a giveaway is that uh, I'll give you two. So if you want to improve conversion rate on your website, have a guarantee that I can see or some kind of promise or some right, customer yeah. charter or something yeah. that says, if you don't deliver, you will do X or, you know, it's something that guarantees promises or customer charter that, absolutely is a proven conversion rate um improver so 
Um, another one, uh, which is just as a side, if you want to uh, improve conversion rate is to demonstrate, show and promise to deliver quickly. So th those two things, I almost guarantee you now, everybody that is watching or listening won't have those things on their website. Yeah, yeah. No, but they are both really, really good yeah. tips, you know, and, and it's know. very simple. Yeah. So, you know, if I go to a website and I can see it, it'll be delivered quickly and I can see the the guarantee or the promise if something isn't what it should be then um i'm more likely to buy so by definition then that improves conversion oh, that's brilliant i must admit it sounds like a great great um event and i think as we were saying earlier you are planning to run it again more as a face-to-face -face event later in the year yeah ideally um you know I, I don't want to say this is a test run it's not it's just i'm so busy at the moment i'm going away uh, with work in february for three weeks and um i just can't get it in uh, to do a physical event you need you need you know i've learned over the years in fact i won an award for events uh, a european award for uh, business events 2007 and uh, one of the things that i was training other people to understand is you need 12 to 16 week lead time to have a successful event so yeah. Uh, yeah. because it takes time to build momentum especially on the social platform so yeah yeah, so and I just we haven't had the time this year to do that. Yeah, and, and I should I should give a little bit of a testimonial for your for your events in the past. I've I've, I've attended the big one hundred and a couple yeah. of other ones as well, and all the tips you do are great. They're really good events. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure the online one's going to be good as well. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so as I said earlier, I'd just like to go back to Facebook because we before mm. we were we were discussing um, before we joined sort of the recording, we were discussing about um, the 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 the, the um, the challenge in some ways of, of running um a facebook group community because yeah. um, obviously you 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 created one called the the, the my business um academy, academy yeah. isn't it yeah mm -hmm. uh which you put lots of stuff in it was very active got lots of lots of members to start with but it's kind of died a little bit of a uh a slow yeah, death. just just become a graveyard so it's got over three thousand people in it and um there's probably my guess i don't know but there may be as many as 60 or 70 people that would check in on that so um some of it was down to me some of it is just life cycle you know things have a start middle and end um it it turned up we we created it at, at probably the just perfect timing because obviously with the arrival of covid and what have you and we had an amazing community there um but you know, it's, it's it, well, what it does demonstrate and proves to me is, and I, I, I'm in groups that are very successful and very proactive. Um, the, the cautionary tale, I would say, is uh, when you create a monster like that, it gets very hungry. And um, if, if it's lovely to have a, a, um, a community uh, where people have opted in and these are, you have four types of customers, right? So you've got, um, uh, 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 prospects. You've got a one-to-one -one type prospect that is warm. You've got a one-to-many prospect which is warm, and you've got a one-to-one -one which is cold, and a one-to-many that's cold. And um, a Facebook group is a one-to-many warm. So they know who you are, they know what you do, they've opted in, and so they're a lot easier to sell to than one-to-many cold. So, um. And uh, and of course, you can get one to one warms out of a one to many group. So 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 they are great things to do. But, you know, if, if, if there was a cautionary message to put out is bring 
bring your shopping bags full of full of food because they, a group will need feeding every day to keep it active. One of the things that we worked very hard to do with the MBA was to get community to uh, provide content. We created uh, people within our group to uh, be ambassadors for the MBA as well. And, you know, they were marked as as people that were special. Uh, you know, this was all done very deliberately. And um, yeah, you know, so like I say, I love to understand how things work. And, um, you know, I, if somebody sat me down and said, I'd like to do a, a, a Facebook group, how should I go about it? In fact, maybe I should do a video on it. Um, there's a there's something for you to do, Rob. Um, yeah. you know, how to build a successful Facebook group. Um, it's certainly something I've done. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. But, geez, it needs some feeding. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And we could probably sneakily segue that into uh, something else we were talking about beforehand, as you said that you were interested in talking about, and that's the use of AI. Yeah. <laughs> because some people might think, oh, I can use AI to feed that. But we were talking earlier about actually there's a particular way to use AI as a tool nowadays. Yeah. So is is to um uh it, it's kind of interesting because that how how there's a nice uh, uh kind of flow is that you've got something that um, it's called artificial intelligence. So you've got a digital solution. You've got a digital uh, uh, information. And then you've got the human. And then you'll go into a digital platform. And the thing is, is to make sure that when it passes through you, it it turns into something human. That it And so one of the things that I'm talking about this year uh, as, a, as a theme for 2024 is to humanize your digital marketing so so that people know that the content even if it comes from a digital source like a um, a chatbot or whatever it might be even if it comes from a digital source humanize it or you know um uh, red knight it or you know rob it you know yeah, like yeah. you know make it yours Definitely. and the simplest way which I, I think i shared with you uh, the simplest way to do that is you know extract some content from one of these uh, platforms and then press the record button on your video and talk about what what it is that you've just learned or the, or the information that you've just got don't cut and paste it into linkedin and press send that's like it drives me nuts mate already <clears throat> it's just like it's killing me and i think the platforms will as, as smart as ai is i think it, it'll be its own demise i, I think it'll work out they'll use tools to ban the tools. Yeah. So. No, I think you're absolutely right. And I, I, I said, yeah, we, we talked about it uh, offline. Um, yeah, they're already, you know, people like Google and uh, and, and they are already sort of making sure they're building into their algorithms that if they spot something that's totally AI generated, um, it, it doesn't get the rankings that yeah. um, human generated content. Yeah. Um, you know, we should all make a stand. We don't want to be reading. You know, I can type it into Chat GPT. I don't need to have my walls covered in in AI produced content. Yeah. You know, I, I I want to read stuff that's of interest. So it doesn't mean it's not of interest, but by the same token, I, I don't understand the individual behind it if it's a cut and paste from a bot. So yeah, yeah, and it all goes back to yeah, you know, sort of like I mean, we we first met at Four Networking. One of the big things there was meet like no trust, and you know, yeah. and and that will go. Yeah, so, so some of the way people are using AI goes completely against that because actually mm -hmm. you're not meeting, liking, and knowing them, you know, because you're not seeing 
the human side of it. And and a big up to you with you know putting the time and effort into producing something like this is because I am not a deep fake. I am actually <laughs> here. So this is me. Look. Yeah. I, you, I am actually here. So yeah. And it's hard to be a deep fake with a shirt like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm I'm conscious of time. Uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm, there's there's I just want a couple couple of uh, three more things right uh the first off was, was when um was, was your response uh in the to, to my pre uh recording question of uh talk about your most successful post uh and your response was right so um i read that as um most did, was it most successful post or yeah. um a thing that i've done or just anyway i um most successful post did i write it down yeah are you, are you, but your response to me was define successful. Oh, I see. Yeah, which right. was really so, good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's a yeah. So and of course I have this conversation with clients. So um, there are multiple levels. This goes actually right back to the days before social platforms when I was running events and my coach would say to me, uh, "Was it a successful event?" And I said, "Well, it depends." where you want where in the process you want to measure the success so the first level of success is that we got 35 people registered tick that's a like as far as i'm concerned from a marketing perspective i wanted 30 35 booked so so there's an argument that says in in that regard from a marketing perspective it's a success okay 32 people turned up that's a success because we wanted 30 so of the 35 32 turned up and then maybe I didn't get any additional work from it. Is it still a success? So, no. you know, or um, I only got two inquiries and I didn't convert any new business. Is it still a success? So, and that translates across to the digitals, um, you know, whether it be your website, um, bounce rate, uh, how long they stay, how many, wh whether your numbers are green or red, um, you know, up or down. Um, and then with the social platforms, Everybody does it just for clicks. We One of the lines I used last year is that we would all be envious of our own social media. So, you know, we just do it for the clicks. N nobody does it for any other reason. And so your primary measure of success, if we were to be generic, is how many people saw my stuff. Well, people seeing your stuff doesn't make you successful. So, so is that a measure of success? the true measure of success is is the money in the till so you know that that's if you strip it all away did it convert and have i got business from it so yeah. part of the challenge uh, rob is that um posting something to youtube facebook linkedin that is, or even tiktok that it spikes and like 15,000 people see it i think wow that was a great post and then 3 months later they come and sign up and and do some work with you trying to join those dots back together again can sometimes be very tough so yeah. especially if you're across all the platforms so my, basically when i'm working with clients i say to them um we need measures um and we, and we need to measure whether or not it was you know successful at w whatever level it is but the you know we don't need to be like it's not a failure if we didn't get any business from it. So, you know, one of the things I say about my events pre-digital is that if we had 32 people in the room, I sent 32 people away uh, after three hours with me. They know whether or not I'm good, bad or indifferent. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for me, that's a success. So, yeah. Yeah. 
and some yeah some very quick takeaways from that is like setting setting targets uh and and having some different definitions of what success is at different levels but but yeah you might not hit all of them but actually there's a there's a number of ways through it but at the end of the day we're all businesses and money in the till is the, is the most important one yeah yeah no so that was really good i, I was just re, it really piqued my interest when i saw your response to that so uh, thanks for for talking about that a bit more yeah yeah um yeah and just sort of finally before we wrap up obviously um i ask all of my guests uh for for two tips right um to, to share oh, with everyone one is uh do this it works really well on digital and one is don't do that it's terrible so if you could do the do this tip first please that'd be great right so um oh well the first thing obviously we've already done is to humanize your digital uh content um the uh, another one is rule of thirds if you're looking for uh some guidelines uh on any of these platforms a third of your time should be spent engaging with your existing audience a third of your time should be spent trying to grow that audience and a third of your time you can spend selling your stuff and that essentially means about once a week you can feel comfortable saying buy my stuff so um one of the big things that i'm seeing a lot of is that people are very very busy marketing on their social platforms and they've got 800 connections or 800 people in their community and and the analogy that i give is that's the equivalent of walking into wembley stadium with an a4 flyer and there are eight people in the stadium they could be anywhere in the stadium but there's eight people in there and you hold up your a4 flyer and no one can see what it is that you're offering um you might go into the stadium the next day and that guy there's a guy stood next to you and you hold up your flyer and you think fab you show him your flyer guess what he does Looks right. He holds up his flyer. Oh, yes. So he's doing what you're doing. So, right. So then you put 150,000 people into the stadium. Fabulous. Now you've got a community. You walk into Wembley Stadium with 150,000 people. You hold up your A4 flyer. You're confronted by 150,000 people holding up their flyers. It's tough. It's tough. Get your head around the fact you need to grow your community, warm to many. You know, what one to many warm is ultimately what the social platforms are. But you are absolutely one to many cold to the majority of them. So and the only way they get warm is by, you know, keeping going. So yeah. I, I could give you lots, to be honest. You know, obviously, it's a big, big topic. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I, in fact, I listed lots here. So maybe they should come along to my event on the 20th. Definitely. <laughs> sounds definitely. <laughs> so, um, it, listen, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity just to be able to share some stuff, to be honest with you. You know, I'm very vocal about these things and um, the digital platforms are incredibly important to any small business, really. Um, you, you need to engage. I can still remember now people saying to me, should I be on Facebook? Should I be on Twitter, should I be using, yeah. you know, people ask me, should I be using TikTok? And I said, I don't know, I don't use it, but that yeah. will change this year. Yeah. So. Yeah. And f- so finally, finally, obviously, you, um, what, what would you say? One thing, just don't do that. We've got one bad thing to do. do so just to avoid doing it. Uh, what shouldn't I do uh, other than stop? Um, yeah. Um, I'm not, of, it, is that it, if which is why I like the the warm or cold one to one warm is fine one to one cold 
which is essentially when somebody connects with you on LinkedIn and then you go into their DM box and say, you know, I've got this fabulous product, you want to buy it. That's one-to-one -one cold. Um, and that's not how these platforms are supposed to work. It, you know, social selling is the terminology, isn't it? So you create and engage and build relationships. So um, it's, this isn't Tinder. So, no. you know, the whole idea here is that we, we get into a relationship first. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's, and that's brilliant stuff. So mm. uh, no, thank you so much for sharing with all those tips. And obviously you've got loads more. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I, I definitely advise people to, to uh, sign up and, and come along to your, to your boost camp. Thank um, you. And on the back of that, so if they want to do it, where's the, what's the best place for them to sign up? I will share um, the links yeah. anyway in the, in the show notes, but yeah, just type my name into Google, to be honest, I'm on page one. I'm, you know, mum, mum would be very proud if you put my name into Google, I'm on page one and then you'll find my website or of course, digital media, you'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. I have 122 videos on YouTube. That's a big um, platform for me this year. That was a big mistake I made in 2021. I stopped uh, producing video content, but uh, I'm back on it. So, yeah. yeah, you'll find me on all of those platforms. So if you can't find me, ring me. So, Brilliant. <laughs> all right. That's great. So thank you so much for your time. It's been a brilliant chat. And uh, yeah. I'll be pushing this because so, you've shared so many tips. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, brilliant. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Cheers.